It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Welcome to another episode of the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. Thanks for being here, friends. My name is Mike Bernard. I'm your host. I'm also one of the certified financial planners on the program. With me in the KFG studios today, my business partner, fellow CFP, Kevin Corhorn, and special guest, Alicia Boehner. Yeah, home and auto insurance rates continue to rise due to a variety of economic factors. And while those are outside of your control, what's within your control on how to help manage your insurance cost? Alicia Boehner rejoins us on the program today to discuss this topic and more. All right. If you have a question for the program, which, I mean, the, the overarching question is, what in the world is happening? Why is my insurance why is my insurance premium going up so much? That's the overarching question we're going to help you with today. But if you have questions for the show or just need help from an independent insurance agency or advisor, my goodness, uh, we're here to help. You can call or text us 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000 online wisemoneyshow.com. You can you can get more info on the show, get info on the firm and Alicia and the agency, that team. So so reach out there or all over social media, wherever you are, you are at, we are there as well. Not on TikTok. Kipe was on TikTok. Middle Child was on TikTok on, um, he was at, for a baseball thing. They put him on there and whatever. So welcome back to the show, Lisa. We're not here to talk about baseball or, or TikTok, or really. TikTok. So, yeah. uh, but uh I wish I wish we were talking about some of those fun things. I've been doing this twenty years, Kevin. Seventy years. Yeah, just it feels like it sometimes. I started when I was six. Uh, so, <laughs> I, have you ever seen? So, Kevin, seriously, have you ever seen the insurance industry this backwards? No, no, and it's it is amazing because when you look and you say, "Well, what is insurance?" Right? It's a piece of paper and a promise. And the, the thing that makes any economy work and work well is an efficient transfer of risk. So if you look at what you get for what you pay, it, it really is astounding what, what kind of protection you have. Whether Because you could call it protection or you could say, no, there's a risk and I'm going to write a check to the insurance company and now the insurance company has that risk. So I I still am astounded when you look at, for instance, you know, your underlying uh, policies and then the umbrella that goes over the top and you say, I have that much protection yeah. for that small amount of money. I mean, Josh had a homeowner's claim the first month he bought his house. I mean, right? He had, and he said, I, I will pay my insurance premium the rest of my life and it'll never you know they'll never recoup just, right yeah. so but but it is this we are it's a complete change going on and so alicia i want to start there before before we get into well, what can you do about it why why and i know we had john six months ago and we asked you the same question but but uh, i forgot no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, most people did what what's happening what's going on why is this why are insurance rates going up so much okay so in insurance we talk about two things we talk about frequency, right? So one factor can be the number of claims is going up. That's not the situation. We're not seeing frequency of losses go up. It's severity of those losses. So the claims are getting bigger. And the industry just says, well, the cost of a claim, the cost of a claim is up. Well, what's that mean? So consumer pricing index, 
auto repair prices up 20%, motor vehicle repair 10% year over year, vehicle body work 6.5%. I, 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 that's a lie. That's got to be higher than that. Is, is that per month? That. Is that per month? Yeah. I, okay, Halloween candy went up seven and a half percent. You kidding yeah. me? You can't find it. And in, in, in body work, folks are are artists. I mean, they're amazing, yeah. Yeah. and you can't find them. So, okay, keep going. Okay, so legal twelve and a half percent, and then this one was new that I had never really thought of. So we also just talk about well, what kinds of materials are we using in cars now? Carbon fiber, aluminum, and some of those materials are more costly. But then the last one, the chips, we talked about that last time, but calibration expenses. And I never really thought about that one. Just, yeah, you got all the cameras, but now you got to stop and take time and get all those guys pointed in the right direction. And that all adds up to the cost of labor as well. So all of that combined is just for auto specifically, just making Prices go up, up, up. But then in addition to that, fatalities. This is not a fun one, right? 10%. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And auto injuries, 9.5%. Fatalities are up 10%? Wow. Auto fatalities are up 10%. Department of Transportation stats. So do they attribute that to anything in particular? Stupidity in driving. <laughs> oh. Wow. No, I mean, no, it, truly, though. Like, I think stupidity up is up way more than 10%. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but honestly, we all the articles that I read just talk about how we literally we joke about it in the insurance agency, but just it seems like post pandemic, like people forgot how to drive, but they haven't regained that ability. And we're just seeing risky driving behaviors go up, distracted driving, driving under the yeah. influence, mm-hmm. things like that are all increasing and that leads to more severe losses. Jeez. So. And and so so we're in the Midwest. We've got four office locations in northern Indiana, southern Michigan, and we're sort of insulated, although, Elisa, you said not really. We were like in the, in kind of in the middle. Of so, rain. but but I guess, I mean, there are some extreme things happening in insurance in different areas. I mean, in, in California, oh. one of the largest uh, insurance companies out there says, hey, we're not writing new yeah. people. Well, multiple large companies either not writing or pausing, hitting the pause button. And by writing, I'm so sorry. Like this is, we could get in a lot of jargon. We're not going to do that. So that means offering insurance. Yes. They're going to, they, some of the biggest names in insurance are refusing to, to provide new coverage for people in one of the biggest states and most populated states. In Florida, where my folks live, their companies have gone bankrupt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't increase prices fast enough. 15 and, carriers, yeah. 2021, eight, 2022 nationwide insolvencies wow so yeah so but here's the other thing we're talking about okay there's the hurricane in 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 florida or the the things in california there was a hailstorm in goshen earlier this year and then there was one in mishawaka just uh later this year and so those all those cars have to be fixed Mm -hmm. and the insurance company is going to open up their checkbook and write checks to get all those cars fixed. So there's just, this is leading to, it, I mean, it it's a it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. All of these things trickle down. And, and so what we're seeing is this frustrating, frustratingly increase in, in insurance premiums. You can't control the hill storms. You can't. You can't control the management of these insurance companies. You can't control these factors, okay? Um, but I would like to hope we have a little bit of influence on our own risk management. Mm-hmm. So Alicia, and, and I have no idea how long this can take, maybe the rest of the show, I have no idea, but what can people do? 
to, to, to help manage their costs rising, not to avoid it, because you, you can't hide from it. Yeah. We're going to talk about some mistakes people make, um, but what can people do to help manage the insurance costs rising this much? So one of the interesting things, if we kind of talk about home insurance, and this one I think we sometimes don't think about so much, but we have control over where we live. And we have people moving into these locations that are waterfront locations, and we've got climate control issues. And so the industry is just saying, don't build your house there. Don't build your house in these high-risk areas. You need to avoid these places because we know the problem is not going to improve. The hurricane problem is not going to get better. The landslides, the wildfires, those things aren't going to go away. So that's one way is, you know, you can control where you live. You can control the cost by choosing where you live. You know, we, we joke about it here, but like Indiana rates far lower to insure an automobile in Indiana than it is in Michigan. So... That's something. It's it's a 10-minute drive, but you make the choice, right, whether you're living there or you're living here. So that is one thing you can do. But outside of that, we've got so many other things. Credit, credit and managing your credit is a big one. Mm-hmm. That's something you can do is trying to improve your credit if it's average or possibly below average. So here's the thing with credit. We've done a few. If you're not on the um, the Wise Money YouTube channel, I'd encourage you to go check it out and, and um, subscribe to it there. We've done a few... Um, talks on credit. Credit is your financial reputation. So for those of you that look and say credit should have nothing to do with insurance, no, your insurance rates are about your reputation as well. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that if you have a bad financial reputation, there's a decent chance you're going to have a bad insurance reputation as well. You're, You're higher risk. And so improving one helps improve another as well. And so uh, gosh, start early. And if you're listening to this saying, ah, I've got to rebuild my reputation. Good news. You can do that. You can do that. So, all right. So what are some of the other, maybe more tangible things that you can do to help manage this kind of crazy rise in insurance prices? We've got that more coming up on the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Okay, so what's in your control? What what can you do to help manage the the your cost of insurance? You, whether, whether it's your house or your car, the prices are rising seemingly out of control. What's in your control? We're helping with that right now. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. My name is Mike Bernard. With me in the KFG studio, Kevin Corhorn. In between us, insurance expert Alicia Boehner. Uh, every episode of the Wise Money Show is on podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, search the Wise Money Show. Subscribe to it there. Follow us there. Rate the program as well. We appreciate it. Okay. So, so far, Kevin, we had a lot of fun at the, at the break. So go to YouTube as well. Check Kevin it out. Kevin doesn't want to move. But Kevin, so <laughs> no. so far, so in talking about what's in your control, we've, we've shared, yeah, well, where you live does influence your price. Now, that's extremely inconvenient and... To move houses, you're trading a 3% mortgage for an 8% mortgage. I'd rather pay the higher insurance. Okay. I know, but here's the thing. It's not just about your house. It's about your auto rates. Yeah. Because if you look at auto rates in Michigan, you know, uh, being a Michigander, you know, you love Michigan. And uh, Michigan's famous for a lot of things, including being the most expensive auto insurance in the country. If you go from Michigan to Indiana, it's astounding what the difference is. My son, Josh, realized that this summer as he moved kind of permanently to Indiana to attend school in Indiana. And when he changed uh, insurance on his car, 
the rates dropped dramatically, and he he actually he couldn't believe it. So, so maybe maybe you do want to think about moving. <laughs> maybe okay. you do. So, what else can can people do to help manage the rate increases? So, one that we talk about a lot is just your deductible. Mm-hmm. The more that you're willing to pay out of your own pocket before you bring the insurance company into the situation the lower your rates will be able to be potentially. Now that can vary depending upon that good credit and your risk profile and what you look like as an overall insured, kind of what you said, their financial reputation. But looking at that is a big one because the insurance companies, if they can be second up and you've got a thousand in or 2,500 in, and not only that, so yes, but also you don't want to file that little claim. You don't want to file yeah. that little claim right now because that little claim's going to cost you for three to five years. So, You're so that, be paying more. That's what tips the scales <laughs> to me. We're going to talk about this. I mean, it's it's harder to get insurance right now. Yeah. If you don't have coverage, it's harder to get coverage, and therefore, well, one of the, what's something that you can do to make sure that you could still get coverage? Well, not have a lot of claims history. Well, mm-hmm. some of that's not in your control. I don't have control whether there's going to be hail or whatever. But when I'm driving down. We had to drive to Indy uh, a, a while back, and Kipe and I, Kipe's in the front seat, and what looked like a leaf was coming down, and this thing hit my windshield. I It sounded like it could have been a meteor. I, I mean, it, this it was a crack. <laughs> Mike, how in the world do you know what a meteor hitting your windshield oh, sounds I, like? I know, exactly what, I, I know exactly what that sounds like, because uh, it sounded like this. And I thought, I told Kite, I, he, we were both pretty freaked out, but I'm like, okay, that just chipped it. That, that chipped it. And, and no, okay, it didn't chip it, but buddy, that's going to, that's going to spiderweb. It, mm-hmm. it will, it will. Mm-hmm. It hasn't yet. Knock on a Put computer that or whatever. Put blob of hot glass there, dude. Wave your deductible. Okay. So, so there's the thing, like, <laughs> but I, as a, you know, financially and, you know, I'm pretty frugal. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not filing a claim on this. I mean, to, if, if this thing spiderwebs, I'm going to have to buy a windshield. Yep. Because I'm not in the past, it would be well. Maybe I turn in a claim, whatever. No, in the past, it's different. It's different right now. Mm-hmm. Not filing that claim. But mm-hmm. the the cost of getting a windshield replaced, yes, is is dramatically different. I was talking to a guy. I think he was saying it was like three grand to get his windshield replaced. Oh my goodness! Like what in the world happened? Like I I went to sleep last night and it was five hundred bucks to get your windshield replaced. I woke up today and it's three grand. So now, so if you're not if you're not going to file the little claim, why have the little deductible is the question. And so reason to work with an independent insurance agent is we'll compare and contrast. Well, here's what the price looks like at a $500 deductible. Here's what it looks like at 1000 Here's what it looks like at 2000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay. What else? Okay. So other things you can do, you can also control your driving, right? Yeah. Yes, you're right. You can control your driving. I mean, I have a reputation that maybe... <laughs> Well, well deserved. <laughs> so, yeah. so what are you saying? Like speeding tickets, those sorts of speeding things? Speeding tickets, but honestly, cell phones. Those cell phones, people texting while they're driving, people checking social media while they're driving, looking at their phone while they're driving. That's been a huge part of the distra- distracted driving. And also your kids, right? Your kids were born with these things in their hands now. And the insurance companies are trying to make it very easy for you to kind of monitor some of that as a parent to help instill those good behaviors in your kids now so that they don't do something foolish while their brains are still developing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I yeah. want to resist that and say, well, I, 
it's not in my control. And it absolutely is. It is. Looking at seeing, feeling that I've got a text and looking at it while I'm driving, that is 100% in my control. Mm-hmm. It is. Or seeing that, the text and reading it, but, oh, this is urgent. I got to get back to them. Or I don't want to offend them and not reply. Nope. That's 100% of my control. And I have a friend who is also a client who suspends. Like she doesn't get any notifications, nothing on her phone while she's driving. And it goes to sleep while she's driving. And I get a little bounce back message that says, I'm driving right now. And so use those tools and that can help you. That can help improve your behavior if you're... Tempted. Yeah, and and another thing that people may not know about is if you do get a ticket, defer. Yeah, defer pre, that bad boy. Do pre-trial diversion, and basically you get a year. And if nothing happens in a year, it goes away as if it never happened. Mm-hmm. So that and so you say, well, that that's encouraging people to go out and get a ticket. No, don't don't try and get a ticket. But if you do. Know what is possible. Yeah. And there are certain things you can't defer to that are more serious. So, yeah. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit last time as well, but you know, so manage your drive. You're in control of your driving. Um, the, the discount doohickey of, uh, hey, did I, can I improve my rate by driving oh, better? We call that individualized rating. Doohickey. Yes. Is, okay. It is so, a doohickey. So, but, but it's your cell phone now, right? <clears throat> it's an right? app now, pretty much. It's not, it used to be something you plugged in. Now it's just an app on your phone. And how often can you do it? Most of the time, it depends on the carrier. A lot of times it's at onset when you purchase the insurance up front. But you can opt in with most of our carriers at any time. If you've not had it and you want to get it, you can start it. And then it will get checked every renewal or Mm -hmm. every three months, six months, depending on the carrier. And they'll look to see, okay, how is your driving behavior? And you can look and see how your driving behavior was too to kind of track along and see are you – earning a discount? Are you losing the discount? So you can follow along and know. And that is one I recommend with those younger drivers. Oh, absolutely. I remember when this first came out and people said, oh, when I put this device in my car, everyone's going to be tracking me and I I don't want to be subject to that. You know, my privacy will be violated. Are you serious? If you have a cell phone, you're being, it's already- Your privacy is violated. So- so yeah. um, if you're going to do anything wrong, leave your cell phone at home. So that that <laughs> risk is is essentially not as big of a concern anymore. Yeah. Get the discount. Get the discount. So, OK, so there's a discount available, but is there a potential increase? Depends on the company. Oh, did not know that. Depends on the company. So it might feel like an increase because usually what happens is they say, hey, <laughs> here's the discount. We're giving it to you now, even though you haven't had to prove anything to us yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Then mm-hmm. in three or six months, they check and they say, oh, you proved something. You proved that you're a terrible driver, Alicia. And now we're taking away your discount. So that discount goes down, but it feels like they jacked your rate up. Right. But it's mm-hmm. not that they increased your rate. It's that they decreased your discount, which increases the cost. How much how much does um, projected driving miles influence your rate? You know, because during covid we were encouraging people, hey, if you're not driving, you need to either put that thing in storage or say, I'm only going to drive this thing 5,000 miles this year. Well, now that people are back to work and all that, does that need to increase? And is that changing rates a lot? It does impact your rates, but it's not a major contributing factor. So some companies will offer a low mileage discount. Usually the threshold is 7,000 miles or fewer with a lot of our carriers. And they are tracking that now 
way more closely as well. Oh, really? Everything that once was kind of eh, we sort of police it. Now, no, we're tracking everything. Yeah. We're way they're scrutinizing everything. And right technology now. is allowing that for sure. Right. Yep. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna hold off a couple more questions until we we get to the next segment. But but ultimately, there there are options. There is some choice you have, or or some things within your circle of influence and circle of control that influence your insurance rates. And and part of it is just having the right team of experts, the right agents helping on your behalf, make sure you've got the right coverage with the right company and taking advantage of all the proper discounts. So what else can you do to manage your insurance rates? We've got that more coming up on the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Insurance rates are going up. What can you do about it? We're helping with that more right now. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. My name is Mike Bernard. With me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn. In between us, insurance expert Alicia Boehner. Every episode of the Wise Money Show is on the YouTube channel as well as a lot of other content. Go to, so go to YouTube, search the Wise Money Show, subscribe to it there, turn on notifications so you're made aware every time we drop new content, and leave comments below as well. We we appreciate it, especially right now. We're all dealing with this. This is this is not an individualized issue. The entire insurance, home and auto insurance industry is is uh, upside down at the moment. And so how are you managing that in, in your situation? Let us know. Leave comments there. Okay, Alicia, still just open-ended. What can people do to help manage, I mean, to help manage the increase where the, the next insurance increase or premium they receive is maybe it could have been higher, but because you did these things, it's a little bit less. Okay, so... Um, I mentioned to Mike, I said, hey, have we ever talked about auto insurance symbols? He's like, no, what are you talking about? So vehicles are assigned a symbol by the insurance company. And the factors that play into that symbol. Is this like emojis? No. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. It's not an emoji. It's not like prints right, either. Go. So okay, just so good. you know that. So what it generally is, is it's it looks at factors like how frequently is a vehicle stolen? If you crash two cars in the same classification into a brick wall, which one sustains more damage? The cost of repair for the parts. You know, a Tesla probably costs more to repair than, I like to use the Pinto. I don't know why. For some reason, I just, there's something that I love about the Pinto. So those types of things all play into the vehicle symbol. And the higher that symbol is, the more expensive the insurance is on the vehicle. So you can also do some consumer research before you purchase a car, in particular, if we're back to those young drivers, be very mindful and also decide, do you want to carry full coverage on that kid's car? They're probably more likely to wreck it. Statistically, we know that to be true, yeah. but it's way more costly for those young oh, drivers to carry statistics. full coverage. Yeah. Like from experience, we know that to be true. <laughs> okay. So wait a second. Is this before we, before we started recording, you were t- saying something about TikTok and this trend oh, or whatever. Okay, yeah. is, this, is this dealing with that? This, okay. So it is. is it? So if you haven't heard of it, there's also this thing that was called the Kia challenge on TikTok. And what this was is, you know, irresponsible social media at work. Someone posted a video kind of um, highlighting a feature in Kia and Hyundai vehicles that allowed you to steal them. So frequency of theft of those vehicles went up six times. Oh my goodness. Six times. So if you choose one of those cars, 
number one, it's harder to get insurance. You got to prove that some things have been done to those vehicles to make sure that they can't be stolen if they're within those years. And obviously, they remedy the issue now. So if you get a newer, you're not gonna have that issue. But oh you know, just things like that. It's the silliest things in social media and just society at large. Yeah. Kind well, of so at work. <laughs> Hyundai and Kia agreed to a two hundred million dollar settlement stemming from a class action lawsuit related to a rash of car thefts yep. inspired by viral social media. There you oh go. Oh my goodness. Yep. What's going on with this world. Um, okay, one of the other discounts that you try to keep in front of our advisors because uh, your, your insurance is not a separate and independent part of your financial life. There are six areas that make up your financial life. Protection planning is one of them and how you manage risk. And within that area of protection planning, there are five major risk categories that through the planning process, you've got to figure out, well, what's my, what's my strategy here? And how do I make decisions that are congruent, that bring synergy to the other areas of your financial life? And the risk of having a liability claim or having a property claim, that's one of those major risk areas. So in the financial planning process, as we're working with clients, helping them get debt free or pay off their uh, or buy a vehicle without a loan or pay off their auto loan, whatever, or pay off their mortgage, um, that can influence rates as well. Yeah. So having a mortgage free home, no lien, right? No HELOC associated, no primary mortgage. A lot of carriers will reward that. And it is a fairly substantial discount that you can get. Mm. If you pay in full, a lot of companies will give you a discount for paying annually on the home. Now, if you're escrowing it, you're probably not going to get the discount. But if you're paying the bill, if you're footing it, then you'll get the discount. Auto, it's usually semi-annual or annual. They'll give you a discount. And those discounts can be very large. So how would you know? How would you know if your carrier gives you a discount for being mortgage and home equity line free? You call your agent and ask. Sometimes it's actually printed right on your your policy that you would see, the paperwork that comes every renewal. We call it the declarations page when mm -hmm. we're dorks. Mm -hmm. um, so it can come on that. Mm -hmm. So you can read that and find it or call your agent and ask. They'll be able to tell you if your carrier offers it and if you're getting it. Yeah, because the flip side is there's a tax ramification to yeah. being completely mortgage and home equity line free. Yeah. What tax ramification? <clears throat> Property tax? Yeah. Going away. That's why I baited you right into that, Kevin. Just like the raccoon trap. I just, I got, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> they are getting rid of that in St. Joseph County. Actually, all of Indiana, they're getting rid of the I'm sorry, mortgage. Mike. I was thinking about Michigan deduction. I wonder if in Michigan is. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, but but I actually fresh off the presses because the the counties were having such an awful time managing this and policing it, and it was such a small property tax deduction or, or credit anyway, that they just, they, they're getting rid of it. Now, so you don't freak out. Don't think, oh, my property taxes are going up. Well, listen, they are going up, but they are adjusting the um, the homestead exemption to basically assume, like get, basically give everyone the same benefit as if you had a mortgage anyway. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we jump over to mistakes? Any, any other like, okay, you've got just 30 seconds to share the next biggest tip on how you can manage your insurance rates. I would just say review. Review that policy with your agent because they are the ones who are equipped to tell you what discounts are available. Are you maximizing all those discounts? Can you change your bundle? There's little bundles and levels of coverage you can choose. They can walk you through all of that. If you don't have your auto and your home together, put them together. 
you know, yeah. things like that. So, And I would say, think about, um, I don't like, as a rule of thumb, I don't like rules of thumb. But here's something to think about. If you have an older car, you may want to reduce your coverage. So here's a rule of thumb. If your car is worth less than 10 times the premium, uh, you may want to make an adjustment to your coverage. Interesting. I, yeah, I would... I yeah I'm I would be open to that but again I would tie that right back to what Alicia said contact your agent and work through that story oh, problem, sure, right sure. yeah okay because it is again this is the confusing thing insurance it's very simple in concept and so you think oh well I just heard a commercial that I yeah. could save 15% of my insurance it's all the same so I'm going to go do that and guess what I did that and now I have an umbrella policy that doesn't cover uninsured and underinsured. Or you don't have any un- underinsured because they slashed it because you named your price. Right. Yeah. And that's right. and that's the way I saved the money. And then all of a sudden, with these insurance rates skyrocketing, at the risk of sounding sensational, uh, <laughs> but with these insurance rates skyrocketing, there are a lot of people that are saying, I'm not, I'm going to go without. Oh, well, that is. And, Let's and, and talk so, about that. Well, this is. I mean, that's the, that's the right segue because to me, I think when prices are going up, and and let's just face it, middle class is getting squeezed unbelievably. I'm yeah. just like, golly, this is frustrating. And so, therefore, you might be tempted to say, I can't, I, I can't pay for this insurance. Do you have those percentages? Oh yeah, I do. Okay, so how many more people? Like, wh- how many people are? Going on okay, right now. I mostly grabbed states okay. that we do business in. So okay. number one, the number one state in the country with uninsured drivers is Mississippi. But number two? Michigan. You got it. Come on. So 25.5% of drivers in Michigan driving without, well, don't have an insurance, none. Mm, here, 29%. Mississippi was 29. Wow. Okay. I just And, and I, I want to hear more of those stats, but I, I need to... We need to connect the dots here right now because this entire show has been focusing on your insurance costs more, costs more, costs more, and it can feel like, well, you're a victim. Guys, more people are driving without insurance. Mm-hmm. Alicia also said prices for claim, claims are increasing. They're, there's, um, they're higher severity. Your in- I'm not justifying the price going up. My goodness. But the insurance that you have right now is more important yes. than it's been in the past. It's more important, and it is now more important that you get the right coverage connected to your overall financial life. It's more important right now than it was six months ago than definitely it was six years ago. Who's helping you with that? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way? Have you done a review? Have you looked at your overall coverages and made sure, yeah, I I, I feel like this is the right stuff for the right reason and, and getting the right deductibles and all that sort of stuff. If you don't have that clarity and confidence, you need to talk to your CFP and make sure that they're working with an independent insurance agent. So what are the other mistakes? I'm curious to hear some of these other percentages. That more coming up on the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being here. This is the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard and with me in the KFG studio, Kevin Corhorn and in between us, insurance expert Alicia Boehner. Stay up to date on all Wise Money content. Find us online, wisemoneyshow.com, and then all over social media, wherever you're at, we are there as well. Search the Wise Money Show. Talking about home and auto insurance and how the industry is completely backwards right now. And you might just look at your 
your own specific unique situation and say, well, this is unique to me. Why did my insurance rates go up 15%? Ah, I need to, guys, the entire insurance world is flipped upside down at the moment. And in the Midwest, I think Wall Street Journal did some sort of analysis and officially declared, I've got the t-shirt, that the best place to live is the Midwest. Wow. I'm well, not surprised. I'm not surprised at, at all. We don't well, get the sun, so, but we get lower costs. That's right. And I heard that you could save money by moving. And if I'm living in the best place to live, I'm staying here. Staying here. So, <laughs> so, but, but. So right. I think, but hold on. So in, in the spirit of a jargon-free zone, uh, the insurance industry is flipped upside down. If you're listening, you're like, well, what does flipped upside down look like? Especially if you're in, in the insurance industry. Here's what it means. It means the cost that you're paying right now is increasing in a meaningful way, it means that you might be getting a letter from your insurance company saying, uh, it's not you, it's us, but but we're done. And we're not renewing your policy. Well, if you get a non-renewal letter, I would encourage you to do everything within your power Keep that to, to get <laughs> renewed because it's, whether you're nude or renewed, it's much better to have insurance in place and then go shopping. If you say, I got this letter and I'm angry, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, you just check the anger at the door and fix what they're saying is the problem, if it's fixable, Yeah, and then go shopping. I mean, wouldn't you say that we're talking about what's within your control to keep your costs low? not having a gap in coverage. Do not have a gap in coverage right now. If you have a gap of more than 30 days, I know the temptation might be, especially those who are squeezed on their income, to just be like, forget it. I'm going without insurance for a while. When I can afford it, I'll get it again. Eh. When you can afford it, you're not going to be able to get it again. You, yeah. If you've been without insurance for more than 30 days, it's becoming very difficult. There will be a lot of extra hoop jumping you have to do to prove that you are insurable now. Yeah. So... This is sort of the lead in here. The topic is mistakes that maybe are even more tempting to make right now, but that are don't do this right now. I, I know, I can't believe you said uh, flipped upside down with jargon. That's an opinion. But yes, what does it mean? Thank you for defining well, it. Well, no, yes, if I'm right. sitting here listening and, and I hear the what insurance in the industry is flipped upside down, I'm like, what, what, what does that mean? Yeah, so here's I, I what it means. I know it They're not upside. profitable. The insurance industry is experiencing unprecedented losses, underwriting losses. They don't make money. They don't put money away to pay your claim. They can't pay your claim. They go insolvent. When there's one fewer company, there's fewer companies to control the cost. Cyclical problem. Jeez. Okay. Sorry. Uh, no, I mean, you, you just you went right to it. Yeah, there I mean, you go. In, in, Okay, so what are what are some other mistakes that you need to just you just speak to their soul? Like, don't do this right now. Don't do this. Okay, so I'm gonna dork out a little bit. Go ahead. I do every show. Risk management is a key thing to think about. So we talk about you know visit your independent agent. I guess I would argue not all independent independent agents are even the same. Mm -hmm. So some agents are order takers, and some agents are gonna give you advice and help you manage your risk. Don't risk a lot for little. That's what Kevin was basically saying. Don't risk a lot for little. That's a major risk management principle. Hmm. So you might be tempted to cancel coverage to save a little bit on your premium, but if you have that catastrophic loss mm -hmm. that you can't afford, that can ruin your financial life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The whole thing. Yeah. 
And then another one that um, was mentioned was just, I think sometimes people get focused on, well, the statistical likelihood of this happening to me is so small. And that's probably true. But one thing I read said, don't focus on that. Ask yourself, what are the consequences to me if it did happen? Yeah. Or and and I've I've seen that I've I've seen the folks that had underlying limits that were low that got in an accident. My dad was an insurance adjuster for State Farm for thirty six years, so they you know you say oh my limits are one hundred three hundred. Guess what? Those guys are carrying around a checkbook in their car. They'll write you a check for hundred grand so fast they'll make your head spin because a hundred grand if you're in a meaningful accident and your shoulder got wrecked and you need your shoulder to work and you'll never be able to do what you were skilled and trained to do again, a hundred grand's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so this is where I you know, I and I don't love insurance just because uh, my dad worked in the insurance industry for thirty six years. I love insurance because of the value that you can get. And people need to hear. So some some folks might say, "Well, I don't. Why why do you have you? Here's what you want to do. You want to cover the rest of your financial life. So if think of the goose and the golden eggs. Yeah. And and if you don't, if you are, if you lose your ability to function, um, there's going to be a problem. And if you die, you're you want your family covered. So you are the goose in that example, right? So do you have uh, disability insurance? Do you have life insurance? Do you have health insurance? Those sorts of things. And then as you produce these golden eggs, you've got to protect those as well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, okay, so Alicia, we have a, the other interesting phenomenon that's happening right now is you buy a new vehicle, might be harder to find insurance on that. You actually are one of the two people in your state that have bought and sold a house. Uh, I'm just kidding. There's very few people are moving, but if you move or need to move, it's harder to get insurance. If you're aging in and, and, um, and so it's harder to get insurance. Why? And then what, what would you, what expectations would you set? What would you encourage people to do to, to ensure that they can get insurance when they need it? Okay. So it's harder to get insurance because insurance companies are trying to insulate themselves from risk. Mm-hmm. So they are going to look at you and say, how risky are you for us to bring on? And if there's anything in your life that even this minuscule thing that points to possibly you might lead to another claim when we're already not profitable, they don't want you. Mm-hmm. And it's things like the age of your roof. Mm-hmm. It's things like, did you have big branches hanging over your roof? It's things like, did you drive without insurance for 30 days? It's things like even as silly as you've got five cars in your house and only two drivers. That is a red flag for a lot of insurance companies right now. It's how many miles you're driving annually. It's any tickets or accidents you've had in the past three to five years. Okay, so so I'm I'm just playing the the role of listener and i just heard you say if i've got two people in my house and five cars they're concerned about that why would they be concerned about that they're looking at that saying this doesn't add up why would someone have two cars and five or five cars and two drivers and they're worried about undisclosed household members that's their concern is that there's drivers in that home that aren't rated on that insurance 
that are then going to drive that car and present a risk. And if they don't have that driver on that policy, they haven't run that motor vehicle report. If they didn't run that motor vehicle report, they can't uncover the DUI and, and what's or more, whatever yeah, it is. What's, what's more likely, that you're going to leave someone off the coverage that has a pristine record or someone that has a nasty record? But some people have more cars just because it's a hobby. And that's yeah. the case, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there again, I mean, working with and, and so so the process right now of getting new coverage in place, if I, I, we often I refer to our team as independent insurance advisors because we want to we, we're giving that advice and consultation. So what 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 would you how would you tell someone to be equipped for when they need coverage? What are we going to ask for? What are we going to look for? What what do they need to provide? Okay, so you're going to need to provide all the normal things. Proof of your prior insurance. We're going to need your driver's license numbers to be able to run your motor vehicle report and your birth date, your social security number perhaps. But if you've been without insurance, we're going to need photos of all four sides of your car. We're going to need photos of your odometer. We're going to need copies of all of your registrations. So mm. hug your local insurance agent because the time it is taking to get insurance for yeah. people who've had these blemishes, it's just And it might not be crazy. where you can get coverage You can instantly. get it right away. Yeah. yeah, because then we have to send all this stuff to the carrier. Right. And then the carrier takes a week to say, yeah, you're, yeah. you're cool. We, we're okay or not. All right. Helpful stuff, Alicia. That's all the time we have for today. On behalf of Josh, or gosh, Kevin Corhorn, Alicia Boehner, all of us at KFG, have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for the Wise Money Show with Corhorn Financial Group. All right. Here we go. Picking it back up. I'm assuming this entire segment, same, just ways that you can influence so, your cost. Uh, right. Because so far, I, if I listen to the first segment, I can move which is a great idea, and I'm sure a lot of people will implement that one. Leave comments below if you think Kevin's being a jerk right now. <laughs> Golly. It's hard to be perfect, Kevin. No, actually, it's not, we're Mike. Just, Let me tell you. We're ya. just getting into it. Just starting uh, to unpack dear. it. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.